I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Welcome back, folks, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my lovable, beloved, better half, obviously. v Good evening, Patriots. And tonight, we've got a show like you've never seen before. This is going to be one that uh, I am going to do my best to not cuss, as we do have a very religious man with us tonight, and I am going to do my absolute best to keep my mouth shut. I know I drop F-bombs like they're commas. I get it. And I do believe that... The F word is an acronym because it stands for fornication under consent of a king. However, tonight I will mark my word, watch my mouth. It's tough to do. I've got a nose underneath my eyes. So anyway, tonight we do have a man who every time I listen to him on the radio, every time I listen to him on a podcast, every time I've ever heard him speak, to include in Tampa where we heard him live, more than one occasion live in Tampa, uh, I felt like I wanted to walk outside and uh, smack someone in the face because they were not paying attention to what was being said. So, without any further ado, I would like to introduce Clay Clark, who's here with us tonight. Thank you, Clay, for coming on. Guys, thank you for allowing me to be here on your on your show with you. And to my right, I have Aaron Antis, who is the amazing speaker organizer guy who comes with me to these events. He also runs Oklahoma's largest home building company. And so we have you know seventy five. I think the last event we had over over fifty uh, great speakers. I mean, oh, Charlie yeah. Kirk. You have, yep. have guys like. You know, we'll get uh, great women like Sidney Powell. You'll get Jim Caviezel. You get Lynn Wood. You get Roger Stone. You, you got to make sure Mike you keep Lindell. Mike Lindell, General Flynn. You want all of these people to get up there 
and to drop knowledge bombs. Yeah. Uh, and step one, you have to find these people. Yes, you And do. keep them safe. So Aaron's behind yeah. the stage organizing security, making sure everyone's on time. And so I wanted to bring Aaron with me. We're going to try to yeah. drop, if we can, 23 knowledge bombs in 24 minutes. Boom. Well, fantastic. Well, that's going to be that's going to be an impressive uh, amount because I've listened to your other shows. This is not like any other show that you've ever been on. I'm sure we are. If you've thought it, we've already discussed it oh. uh, because we have spent our time down the rabbit holes. We have been. Uh, I was in the military for 21 years. My wife was with me for half of that journey, and uh, we have done a lot with. Uh, when I went down, when we went down to Tampa, you can ask my wife, the first day I looked at her at about two o'clock in the afternoon when we were sitting there sweating in front of one of the fans. And I said, I'm still trying to figure out what we're doing here. And she looked at me and she goes, well, what are you talking about? I said, I already know all of this. We've been preaching this for months now. And Clay, by the way, every time I hear you say that you are um, repenting for not Sure. Dropping those bombs about the document that you had, the Rockefeller plan, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, New world order plan. Uh, we have, that is, there's nothing to repent about. There's a lot of people who had that document that nobody said anything. Cause I know a lot more people more powerful than you had that document and said nothing about it. Well, I could just say this first off, let's go with knowledge bomb. Number one, what we are living through is an actual plan. All right. And I know that you've talked about it on your show, but for anybody who's listening to your show for the first time, and I know you have a lot of first time listeners, if they go to time to free and they click on the, the great reset button, there's a document there called the Rockefeller plan. You can click on the great reset button. It was role played as event 201. Mm -hmm. uh, it was also named, um, you know, they called COVID-19, the great reset, which is a book written by Klaus Schwab. And so uh, whether you want to call it the great reset, COVID-19, the Rockefeller plan, they're implementing it. So just today, and I'm not attacking James, who's also on this studio today, the attorney, but people all over the country are saying, I can't believe they're doing another lockdown. Yeah. And I can because Knowledge bomb number one, the CDC is calling for the implementation of Nazi-style quarantine camps. That's where the whole thing ends. Yep. This whole thing ends That's where we're going. with anybody who doesn't agree with the narrative going to a concentration camp. That, that is how they want it to end. That is their plan. So Completely I'm not, agree. I'm not saying that it's going to happen. I'm saying that is their plan. So knowledge bomb number one, everyone needs to type in CDC green zones and just read the document. And I certainly don't encourage people to go out and, and, and binge drink or, or to drink at all. But I could say for people who like to have a glass of wine, you might want to have a glass of wine before you read that because it is intense. It's intense like we're out camping. I mean, it's intense. It's going to blow your mind. And so you just need to type in CDC Green Zones. Aaron, you read the document. Oh, yeah. Written in 2010. Did it freak you out a little bit? I actually bit? just read it the other night. The whole Oh, the whole Rockefeller plan? I reread the whole thing. And when it goes into the four different categories uh -oh. and you read the part it starts on page 18 called lockstep yep that's the part that should freak you out when you get to page 18 of the rock plan because it literally is like reading the history of since march yep. really january of last year through today it reads like the history but it was written in 2010 that's so actually, I, I always, I always thought it reminded me every time i've read it more like i mean it's like reading revelations all over again yeah. Okay, let's go to Revelation. So it's so a knowledge bomb number two, okay? So this is important for people to understand. If you were to take out a copy of your Bible, and I am just so you know, as it relates to, to cursing, um, that's one thing that I, I try to do a better job of um, because um, a lot of things. I hate for people to misjudge me based upon, or I say me, God, because some people go, oh, Clay, I love Jesus, 
and I know you love Jesus. And then I heard you say this word and by you saying that word, it makes me think that you don't really believe in Jesus. And I, I so I just want to encourage everybody out there that in the Hebrew language, there's no word for the word hero. And that's because you're not supposed to put your faith in people, including myself or anybody. Um, you're supposed to just put your hope and faith in God. But we've created this religious construct as a nation where we get offended by certain words and then we go, well, I can't hear the message. So I'm just saying for anybody out there, what you said about fornication under consent of the king is 100% true. That's what that word means. Um, but I want to bring this up. This is Revelation chapter 13, verse 2. And this isn't religious. This is the Bible. Mm-hmm. And God wasn't religious. In fact, God in the book of Matthew warns us to watch out for the religious Pharisees and the scribes and people that would create these religious boxes. This is the word of God. Revelation 13, 2 reads, And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and his great authority. Revelation 13, 2. Now, the word corona, the word corona uh, means crown in Latin. Let me hold it up here once. Here we go. Someone says, stop moving it. Okay, here we go. The word corona means crown in Latin. So the dragon, where did the virus come from? It was funded China. by China, right? So the U.S. dollars and other dollars were used to create, do a gain-of-function research in a Wuhan lab. Again, type it into Newsweek. Just everybody type it in. Corona, just type it into Newsweek right now. Type in Newsweek controversial Wuhan lab. And you can see that the United States government funded the controversial Wuhan lab using U.S. dollars. Again, Dr. Fauci funded the controversial Wuhan lab. Type it into news into Google. You can see it or DuckDuckGo. Yeah. But the coronavirus was created in a Wuhan lab. And the word corona means crown. The C is the third letter of the alphabet. O is the 15th letter of the alphabet. R is the 18th letter of the alphabet. O is the 15th letter of the alphabet. N is the 14th letter of the alphabet. And A is the first letter of the alphabet. If you add it all up, that means the word corona has six letters. The numerical value is 66. The word corona is 666. One more time, folks. The word corona is 666. So John, uh, in the book of Revelation, chapter 13, verses 16 through 18, John wrote this while exiled on the island of Patmos. He writes, And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead that no man might buy or sell, save that he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here's the wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 603 score and six. So knowledge bomb number one, the CDC is calling for green zones if you go against the narrative. That's putting you in a concentration camp, a Nazi-style concentration camp. Two, the book of Revelation talked about this scenario. And it's, it's Team Christ versus Team Lucifer, Team Light versus Team Dark. So Team Dark is going to use symbolism to showcase what they're going to put in your face. That's how they work. And so let's talk about that, knowledge bomb number three. And you guys, I'm sure you've already talked about this. But let's talk about the symbology. Google Chrome has changed their logo to be 666. I mean, yep. you probably cover that on your show, right? I mean... So yep. listeners out there that don't know, if you do a search right now on Google, just type in DuckDuckGo, or just go to DuckDuckGo and type in Google Chrome Logo 666. Or you can go to Google and type in Google Chrome Logo 666. <laughs> Google Chrome Logo is 666, okay? And Congress is working on legislation called HR 666. Yep. You might say, well, that's not fun. Well, if Congress has been very busy, they're also working on legislation called HR 6666. And Bill Gates has filed for a patent with a publication number, W02020060606. So John warned us on the island of Patmos to look out for the number 666, and Google changed the logo to 666, and Congress is working on legislation, HR666, and on the legislation, HR6666. And Google, uh, you know, you're looking into Google right now, you can type it into Google and see. Bill Gates has filed a patent, W02020060606. So if you needed any type of signs, 
I mean, Aaron, you went to Bible college. I'm going to throw one more in no. there. No. Uh, you negative. take the lowercase b, build back better, 666. Six, six, six. Six, six, six well. great of the great reset. So again, uh, maybe you've covered that on your show. Maybe you haven't. I'd like to get your guys' thoughts on this. I mean, when you present the facts to people, what kind of response do you two get when you tell people oh, to show it to them? Automatically, we're psychos and you're crazy and you're conspiracy theorists. And I wear that title actually very proudly. And I'm, I'm okay, great. Call me conspiracy theorist. Call me whatever you want. I don't care. And they, then they call us spoiler alerts these days. And then they, then they start to listen. And then you watch it. You watch a light bulb break just above their head. And when that light bulb breaks, you know you've actually crossed when they can no longer argue with you, especially if you just present fact, because God forbid you talk about facts, because you talk about facts and psh, we're done. 90% of the people don't want to talk to me anyway because I'm a Catholic. So that's the first problem I have. But the second problem I have is when I start spitting facts at them and I explain to them, um, for instance, the most recent one was the fact that the Catholic Church, and I don't know if you've all heard this, but the Catholic Church said we uh, Catholics are not allowed to take a re religious exemption from the vaccine. So and I can't figure out why. It's made with fetuses. We don't believe in abortion. So let's talk What's the problem there? Let's talk about this for a second. A very good friend of mine who's one of our speakers, I won't mention his name because it was a private conversation. He told me, he said, Clay, I was always raised Catholic in their Catholic religion. And we talked about religion. When you started out, you mentioned religion. So I'm just going to go for religion for a second. I said, what do you mean to Catholic? What do you mean the Catholic religion? He said, well, I was raised. I went to mass. I never really read the Bible. And I never prayed direct to God. And when certain things happened to me, he said, I, I, I you know, was kind of alone. So I spent a lot of my time reading the Bible and talking to God directly. And he said, at that point, it occurred to me, the Catholic religion, much like maybe the Assembly of God denomination or the Southern Baptist denomination or the Church of God in Christ denomination or the Church of Christ where you cannot play a musical instrument. Some of these denominations have created lack of conversation with God. You know, some of these denominations, they've created fake rules and false rules. And so as an example, I remember I moved to Minnesota. Are you, where, where do you guys broadcast from? Are you, are you up North? Or are you in the Midwest? No, we're in Georgia. We're in Savannah, Georgia. Okay. Well, in Minnesota, I moved there when I was 12 and a friend of mine, but in, I moved to Minnesota all, and I moved in, when I lived in Tulsa, all my friends, their names were like Mark, John, Kevin, you know, that, those kind of names, you know, yeah. Steve, James, that kind of stuff. When I moved to Minnesota, everybody's names, their name was, oh, it was Bjorn. Oh, don't you know, Bjorn and Leaf and, and you know, and Kuzler and, and Rauschendorfer. No, these are real names. <laughs> and so one of my friends, Rauschendorfer and Kuzler and these guys, they said, hey, you got to, you know, we, we, we have a picnic we, we go to. And I'm, I'm 12, so you know, I'm going, a picnic? I'm thinking after church, it was a KFC bucket of chicken. What do you, how does that work? And they said, it's a picnic. So I got I go to a, a, a Catholic picnic after after the church and uh, service. And first off, I go to the church service and we get on our knees and we're kneeling, you know. And yeah. I was raised Assembly of God, yeah. and the people are saying some stuff in Latin. Yeah. And I look at you know the guys next to me. I said, "What are they saying?" They go, "I have no idea. I have no idea." I'm like, okay, so we do this every Sunday. You have no idea what they're saying. Like, None of us have any idea. So I get in the friend with my I get in the car with my friend's dad. I said, "What what what are you what are you saying?" He goes, "I I have no idea." I said, "So you guys just go and get on the knees," and then he goes. Yeah, we don't have no any idea, but we're gonna do the we're going to the picnic now, buddy. So we get to the picnic, <laughs> and I watch my friend's dad. He pulls out of a conversion van, kind of looking like cousin Eddie, 
He's got a pretty funny outfit, super tight, you know, shirt on. He's one of these dads that probably shouldn't be wearing a super tight shirt. And it's back in the day when the <laughs> baseball coach wore the tight short and the tight shirts and he had the cigarettes in the pocket right here, you know, and he gets out. This is before you put the cell phone in your pocket, but he's got the, the, the cigarettes back there. Oh, yeah. He comes walking out the long socks on, cracks open a beer. And I'm like, is this a church picnic? Absolutely. <laughs> my, friend, my friends, uh, he says, dude, we get smashed after church every Sunday. My parents do. And then they go hit the golf. They hit the softball. I go, you got to be kidding. He's like, no, no. They literally get smashed all week. These people are very sober. But on Sunday, they get hammered after church. And then they hit. I'm going, are you kidding me? So I'm watching adults who are my friend's parents who I've never seen my friend's parents ever be intoxicated. I'm watching all my friend's parents be intoxicated while they're trying to hit a softball and they're cracking jokes to each other. And I'm going, whoa. And so every denomination has its own weird construct that's not in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. So what you're seeing right now is the Pope. Have you guys talked about the Pope's snake building? Yeah, that's uh, one of the, we've had that conversation. We've okay. actually had the conversation about uh, some other things the Pope's done that we found out about. Okay, well, but again, the Pope is not Catholic. I mean, I don't believe the Pope is a Catholic church. I mean, he is the functioning head of the Catholic church, but I the church is... Uh, that's a sticky subject at best. Well, if you're out there today and you get a chance to go to DuckDuckGo and you type in Pope Snake Building, it's it just it's a blasty blast. Aaron, have you done this before? Have you looked at this? I, I, yeah, you showed it to me a while back. Yeah. I mean, let's just let's say that he had the very best of intentions. Let's just kind of role play that scenario. You're you're a home builder, yeah. Aaron. You run Oklahoma's largest home building company. Okay. Yeah. Imagine you're sitting down with me and imagine that I'm the Pope. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Go ahead and ask me what I'm looking for in my next building. Well, uh, so uh, there, Pope John, what are you thinking about doing as far as you have a certain style? Well, I want, I, want a, I want a building that uh, lets the world know that I don't participate in an extramarital or marital sex, a pure building. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have kind of like a any sort of um, architectural style? Oh, yeah. That's something that's very of- religious, something that's going to let people know I believe in heaven and hell. Okay. Yeah. All right. And um, do you have any sort of layout or design? Yeah, I'm picturing the building in the shape of a snake head. You know, so that way when you Google or DuckDuckGo Pope Snake Building and you look it up on images, it shows the snake building. Oh, and uh, that's a a thing in Catholicism is snakes? I just something I'm into, snakes. Okay. And then I want behind me the artwork when I sit down on my throne. Uh Uh-huh. I want the artwork to be wicked, scary, like ominous, where it's like it feels like hell is there. Oh, and that way I'll scare people into heaven. That's I want. I want. I want people to walk. I want people to feel like they're walking inside the belly of the beast himself when they go into the building. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's that's what I'm envisioning. Ooh, we can design that. And I mean, uh, think about how crazy that would be if you were the builder of the Pope Snake Building. I mean, just the scenario, or, or imagine you're with Bill Gates. Let's let's role play, okay? Okay. You're on the board. You're on the board. I'm Bill Gates. Right? All right. Yeah. Uh, so here's the deal. Bill Gates, by the way, this is Bill Gates. Yeah, um, Mr. Gates. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, I've been working on a, a, a technology that goes inside uh, the human uh, body. It's a cryptocurrency that goes inside the human body. And I'm, uh, I got, I figured out the publication number I want to file. Are you okay. guys ready for this? Yeah. What is it? I could have thought of it. There's any number I could have chosen. It's probably like your wedding date or something. Or no, maybe- I could have chose, listen, I could have done 90210. That'd been funny. I love, I love the show back in the day. Beverly Hills yeah. 90210. Yeah. You know, I could have done like R2D2. You know, I could have done Maybe it's the address from the first C3PO. Home. C3PO. These yeah. are all, yeah, my first home could have been the wedding day. I, there's so many things I could have done. Yeah. But I'm going with 
Oh, so like World Order 2020 666? Yeah, just like Revelation oh, in the Bible okay. where John wrote in chapter 13, verses 16 through 18. And I'm just going to throw that symbolism out there mm. because nobody will ever possibly put together the fact that this is the technology that makes the Mark of the Beast technology possible as prophesied by John and the Island of Patmos in the book of Revelation. Wow. Well, you're, you're absolutely right, Clay, because... Remember, they have to tell us what they're going to do. They're they're required. They have to tell us what they're going to do. It absolves them of any guilt. So if they tell us through movies or television or books or straight up words, I mean, Bill Gates has come out and said that he wants to reduce the population of the planet by, what, 90% and vaccines are the way to do it. So mm-hmm. they have to tell us because then if we accept that and we don't do anything about it, then the guilt falls on us, not on them. And, and then on top of that, RC Christian just walks up to some granite builder and says, Hey, by the way, I want to build these stones in the middle of nowhere, Georgia, which we've been to, which is really freaky, by the way. And it, it tells us to reduce the population to 500 million. This, I mean, this is just, uh, you know, what people need to grasp is that what you're saying about the Georgia Guidestones is unbelievable if you don't deal with the cognitive dissonance. So I'm just going to explain this idea to someone right now. And I want this idea to sink in and hopefully we can uh, crash land the show here. Okay. Because this is, and I mean, this. okay. I came home from college and the year was 1999, 2000. I had a roommate and, and growing up. Um, I met the kid like at the age of like three or four through church. He was my roommate in college. We were best friends. His name was Mark DePetris. And I had a DJ company that was really growing out of my dorm room. We were doing about 10 weddings a weekend at that point. We're doing clubs. And I said, Mark, hey, man, do you want to come with me to my next show? He said, no, I can't do it, man. My buddy Bo, his car broke down on the way to Oklahoma State University. I need to go pick him up. I said, okay, cool, man. I'll see you tonight, you know, and your roommates. Like, see you tonight, bro. Boom. And so he gets in his Honda. I get in my Ford Escort. I go to the DJ show in my hatchback Ford Escort. You know, he goes in the Honda. I come back from the show. And there's about 40 guys on my college dorm at Oral Roberts University. And all of them look bad. And all of them are seated on the ground. And my roommate, I kind of like, there's something going on. I see everybody, but I don't see my roommate. So Adam pulls me aside and says, hey, um, he's dead. And I said, who's dead? He goes, uh, Mark, your roommate is dead. And yeah, I started well, as a kid. I couldn't talk, okay? So I was like my one guy that was with me through that time. And I'm going, what? And they say he's, he's dead. He had a car, car accident, uh, swerved. And Bo, who he picked up, is alive. But Bo saw him basically kind of sever his head. And so Bo, they found him a few miles down the road. I guess he just walked off. Cops found him wandering around. And uh, his dad wants you to call him real quick because he wants you to do the, the, the eulogy. And I'm like an 18-year-old kid. And I'm going, whoa. So there's two paths you go. It's like do you deny that it happens and you just sort of like, or do you deal with it? So I drove to his house, to his parents' house 
And I get there and I meet his father. And it's just a surreal experience because in your mind tells you, if you just go to sleep, it'll be fine. He's not actually dead. You have all these things you do. It, it, another example is my dad, when, every, when we found out my dad had Lou Gehrig's disease, which is by far the most doctors say it's the worst way to die because you die of suffocation. When you hear that a good man has a bad disease, you, you, you know, and so what happens is we've been living in a culture where people say, what do you want to do now? I want to go to Disney. Woo! What do you want to do now that you just won the game? I want to go to Disney. Woo! And you go, isn't Disney a pedophile farm? And you go, so what do you want to do now? You're, you're doing great. I want to take my kids to the NBA. The NBA. Woo! But isn't the NBA largely controlled by China? And don't they support the slave labor making all of their designer shoes? What, what do you want to do now? I want to go buy some Nike shoes. You mean you're wearing you shoes that are made by kids in slave labor? I just want to watch Netflix. You mean Netflix that promotes pedophilia? I just want to go to McDonald's. You mean the McDonald's where the food was never actually an animal? I just want to die at Pepsi. I'm loving it. I just want to die at Pepsi without calories. You mean you want some aspartame? You want some aspartame? Some embalming fluid? Will I help you? I just want to just leave me Can I get some Converse's? You mean the brand supported by Satan? I'm just going to go to my Catholic mass. You mean where your Pope has a snake building? (laughs) That's where we're at as a culture because everything that can be shaken will be shaken. I'm going to leave you with this word of encouragement, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus is king. I really do believe we're going to win this thing, but we are operating this false reality, this false construct. And what I'm doing with our Great Awakening events, if you go to time2freeamerica.com, time2freeamerica.com, you're going to be joined by General Flint, who's awake, Mike Lindell, who's awake, Sidney Powell, who's awake, Jim Caviezel, who's awake. All of these awake patriots are there. You can name your price. Literally, if you can't afford it, now you can. You go to time2freeamerica.com. Right now, we only have 43 tickets left for the Colorado event. We've got 475 tickets left for San Antonio. And Dallas, those tickets are flying. We're only going to do seven events, but I'm going to read Matthew chapter 24 to you. And it says, And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily, kind of urgently, you know, I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately telling him, saying, telling us, Tell us, when shall these things be, Jesus? And what shall be the sign of thy coming in the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, where you believe a lie. For many shall come in my name, saying that I am the Christ, or the Savior, and shall deceive many, Bill Gates. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye not be troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation. And by the way, in Latin, nation means like race or ethnicity versus ethnicity. Mm-hmm. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. But all these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my sake. But Jesus, why? I mean, and you know, the guys are like, what? I <laughs> yeah. And then they shall, and then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets, the mainstream media, shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the 
Love of many shall wax cold because iniquity, iniquity means like lack of God's morality. God's, we all, mm-hmm. we all, the world don't believe in God's morality. We don't believe in the 10 commandments anymore. That's what iniquity, iniquity means is because iniquity shall abound. The love of many shall wax cold, but he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness upon unto all nations. And then shall the end come. I believe we are in the harvest time. I believe it is time for the great awakening, the great wake up, the great return to God, the great recalibration. I believe it is now time to refocus and to get rid of, as you mentioned when we start the show, bogus religion. I go to the Bible, God's inspired word, but I'm done listening to fake preachers, fake teachers, fake mainstream media, McDonald's. I'm tired of it, and we all need to wake up, and that's why we're doing these events. You can get your tickets at time2freeamerica.com. And folks, we've gone to one and they are phenomenal. Uh, we had a blast and uh, I didn't think we were going to have that much fun at first. And I got to tell you, by the time we left, it was all over again. It, we were all just like you are right now. Uh, some people would say you've had one too many cups of coffee. But one of the <laughs> things I wanted to talk to you about, because I heard you on another podcast, you had talked about the locust. Oh, yeah. Okay. But uh, the locust, you, you don't want to talk. No, about no, no. That. that weapon system. The original name of that weapon system, the first time that it was ever fired, was known as the Swarm. And for some reason, the uh, builder, which is, um, uh, I know the name, their name's sitting right from, anyway, they changed the name. And it became known as the Locust after that part. And it actually stands for something. It's really stupid, but it was originally the Swarm. And all the holy people that you talked about having a problem with it, uh, going to raise my hand. I was one of them. I said, Hey, that's a really bad idea to name something like that after that. And they told me, well, well, you don't have to, you don't have a choice. I was like, why can't we just call it the swarm? The swarm sounds better. It doesn't even sound maniacal. It doesn't even sound bad, malevolent. Um, and all of the things that it can do, it is quite amazing what it can do and the technology side of the realm. But let me read this real quick, because I want people to have a context in the, in the Bible. Okay, the book of Revelation, it, it discusses all these things. Revelation 9, chapter 1 through 3, it says, And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star from heaven fall from heaven into the earth. And to him was given the key to the bottomless pit, and he opened up the bottomless pit. And there arose out of the smoke uh, uh, smoke out of the pit, and as a smoke of a great furnace. And the sun of the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts unto the earth, and unto them was given power as the scorpions of the earth have power. Now what this means, if, you, if you're not familiar with the locust technology, it shoots a, a, a payload, it delivers a payload of small drones that are controlled by AI. And the, tech, and the more I read about it, the more it's terrifying. They're giving AI first control and human backup to the weapon system yeah. because they're saying this technology is too fast for human control. So they punch in the code or the action or the order to the locust, the locust, if you go to YouTube and just type in locust weapon system, have you seen this, dude? Yeah, I have seen it. It deploys these little drones. They go, they swarm around, and then they can just, they can incinerate anything before anybody even knows what's happening. They can completely destroy any enemy because it's a small, super fast, it's, it's, it's beyond a helicopter. It's beyond, I mean, just think about these small, weaponized moving around swarms i mean it's it's, it's unbelievable like, it's like being attacked by a swarm of helicopters and if somebody put yeah, in well and that was our point it's actually we called it we ended up when we left there we ended up calling it the cluster bomb for humans if you think of what a cluster bomb does it does pretty much the same thing just this is on a smaller level and it's meant for people and i was just like yeah calling it the locust is not the way to go a lot of people had a problem with that but clay um well your shows are awesome if you have uh you ever need some speakers 
I can try and watch my mouth for 40 minutes on stage. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> but I did it for 20, 31. This is the longest I've done it for. So this is a record, but, uh, is where else can they go? You talked about thrive, thrive time, to free America.com. What, where else, where else can, if well, somebody wants to get involved, what else can they do? Yeah. You have three calls to action I'm asking everyone to do right now. This is super important, and I'm working with Lynn Wood on this, and this is just so important, okay? Because everybody says, what can I do? That's, that's the big thing is, what can I do? Yep. And there are there are some people that say, what can I do? But a lot of it, it's more of people saying, what can I do? Because a lot of people are they're kind of getting used to being bold for the first time in their lives. Yes. And so it's kind of like, so. what can I do? And you say, oh, did you say, what can I do? Nah. He said it, but I kind of want to know too. <laughs> So the first call to action that you can do is we're going to defund the swamp and refund the kingdom. And at timetofreeamerica.com, the economic holy war begins at timetofreeamerica.com. This is all coming soon in October. Get ready for it. But what's going to happen is, Aaron, your wife's a great lady. Yeah. And when she says, does she ever say, honey, can you stop by the store and pick me up some avocados or something? Oh, yeah. Where do you go? Where's your go-to spot? Uh, Well, it used to be that whole foods place. Yep. But and then I changed to sprouts. Then they required a mask and now it's pretty much Walmart. So when you go to Walmart, whole foods, any of these places, and I'm calling myself out, what happens is we are either supporting the deep state or make America great with every purchase. I mean, in an information war, dollars are bullets. We're either funding uh, the bad guys or the good guys. We're either committing financial hypocrisy with every purchase or we're funding the good guys. So time to free I am building connections Dude, I'll just give you one example. There's one local grocer in Florida, the largest independent farm-to-table grocer in Florida, alfieoaks.com. The website is oaksfarms.com, O-A-K-E-S, farms.com, oaksfarms.com. And when you go to oaksfarms.com, this guy allows you to, He's and starting in October, you'll be able to order your, your vegetables, your produce, and your meat. And when you do it, they're going to ask you for your promo code. Okay, so how did you hear about us? So when you first set up your account. So let's say you put in, the Patriot Party podcast, just as, as an example, you, you put that in the drop down. Then every time you buy avocados, not only are you funding, are you defunding the swamp because you're actually buying from people that love the country, but you're actually giving a percentage back of what you buy. A small percentage would go back to your show with every single purchase. Now, imagine if every American bought their groceries from farm to table, God fearing, American loving businesses. I mean, that would be powerful. So that, that's that's. Mm-hmm. That's step one, okay? Hit, so, hit them where it hurts. So we're gonna and we're doing that for schooling. We're teaming up with April Moss and Sam Sorbo. Uh, April Moss is the whistleblowing meteorologist in Detroit. She'll be teaching homeschool courses and classes. Same thing with Sam Sorbo. So you'll be able to fly it to Tulsa, drive to Tulsa, get to Tulsa, ride a bike to Tulsa, whatever you have to do to get to Tulsa. You get to Tulsa on a skateboard and you come out for a two-day workshop. We're gonna teach you how to rip your kids out of public school and teach them reading, writing, arithmetic, the Constitution, the Bible, the whole thing. Yep. So that's going to happen. So we're going to defund the, the the grocery sector. We're going to defund the medical sector, defund the education sector, and we're going to be defunding the apparel sector and a bunch of other things. I mean, we're talking about ammo companies, all of that. They're all patriot companies. And that begins starting in October. So you're going to hear more and more conversations about that. So one, if you want to defund the swamp, refund the kingdom, if you're a podcaster, or you're a person who produces a product or service, go to timetofreeamerica.com, sign up for the newsletter and stay in touch with that. Get ready for it. I don't think I number two you can do is you can buy a ticket to one of the Reawaken America events where I'm seeing great patriots make great connections and then I see great actions taking place. I'm seeing women in Iowa meeting a world-class attorney and then going after the state of Iowa. Next thing you know, they lift the mask mandate. Um, yeah. I'm seeing great teachers team up with great doctors. Next thing you know, out goes the mask mandate. I'm seeing doctors team up with attorneys, 
boom, next thing you know, outcome, you know, the lockdowns go away. I'm seeing those yeah. connections. The collaboration at these events is unbelievable yep. because people who would have never met each other are meeting at these events, not only in the speaker's room, but also out in, in the seats. You know, the people who are there who have bought a ticket and come there, these collaborations are incredible. You're talking about the mama bears. They came to the first event and they're just on the front row. They're excited. They want to do something. They're like, what can I do? What can I do? Next thing you know, we've got them up on stage and they're, they are motivated. They yep. are going out there and making a difference. That's why people need to get to this thing. Yep, absolutely. You can get your tickets by going to time2freeamerica.com. That's time2freeamerica.com. And again, if you're in a tight spot financially, you can't afford those tickets. We have scholarship tickets available. And the third thing you can do is you can get down on your knees and repent. And you can say, dear Lord, um, I need to get right with you. What, what? Show me what I can do today to serve you. And you can just repent and ask Christ into your heart, ask him to become your Lord and Savior. And just get in the, in, the, in the Bible. And I encourage you to start off by reading the Gospel of Matthew or listening to the audio book while driving to work and listen to the King James Version. That'll get you in a flow. That'll get you used to hearing God's voice because uh, we need to recalibrate as a country and to repent and get back to God. And I appreciate uh, you guys for your show and doing what you're doing because you guys are making a big impact each and every week. And I, I just, again, thank you for allowing me to be here. Well, thanks for coming on, Clay. We're really excited to come to Oklahoma in October and learn more about it. We did uh, jump the gun a little bit. We already pulled our kid out of school, and we're I quit my job, and we're homeschooling yeah, him. Um, he was in a he was actually in a private Catholic school, but they required a mask, and we said no. So we pulled him out. He he he, he will not wear a mask. So I am I'm home. We're homeschooling. It's going awesome. Great. We're having a great time. Now, did I get you all signed up for the event in October? Did I did I, did I call you and confirm all that with you? Um, we spoke about it on the phone a little bit ago, but we haven't confirmed all the details. Let, so. let me just do this. I'm saying right now, consider it confirmed. It's 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. at my office here. Um, and you'll be joining Jeffrey Prather, Chad Prather, Eric Naputi, Lynn Wood, Stu Peters. I mean, it's going to be monkey works. It's it's the whole dream team of truth tellers. Yep. That's October 1st and 2nd. It's invite only uh, for content producers like you. And I can't wait to see you guys in Tulsa. We, you can text me offline and we'll go over the details. Fantastic. We're really looking forward to it. So All I know right. you got to go play. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. And uh, keep stay strong. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, I hope we can get you back on another time without the technical difficulties and the time. Oh, you're up. great. The no. only technical difficulty is my head. So great job. Guys. <laughs> Take care. Well, keep it going.
Thanks, right. Clay. Have Thanks, Clay. Time. We'll talk to you later. Bye now. Bye. Bye.